Story Freedom, the podcast to help you expose your shadow ego by helping you to observe the narratives you are holding on to and to show you that it gets to be different than you think it needs to be. I'm Victoria McGinnis and I'm a spiritual healer. I focus on the ego. I help you to alchemize your ego so you can live a soul-led ego life. Let's get this jam sesh started. Hello, story freedomers. Welcome back to another episode. Let me fix this. And if this is your first episode, welcome. Um, not gonna lie, I hit record and my microphone wasn't even plugged in. So I recorded like five minutes of this episode already. And it was shit quality because my <laughs> my laptop is so far away from me because of where my microphone is. So like you barely heard anything. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> but I'm surrendering and I'm letting it go. It's gone with the wind. Um, but what I was saying in the previous recording that you didn't listen to, um, <laughs> I was talking about how I got, I get weird with the pre-recorded content. Cause this is like recorded weeks in advance because I'm on a roll with what I want to say and just wanting to pre-record stuff so if I get back caught up with like clients or life like I just have I have a backup um like weeks of backup if that makes any sense or like if I'm just not feeling it and I just want to lay in bed for like a week or not really do anything I have that option but so with that I get like weird with starting these episodes because I there's so much I want to say about like right now but it won't make sense four weeks from now so I'm like mm, I'm trying to figure out how I want to do this if I want to like pre-record the message the content which is this right now and like pre-record something in the beginning to be like hey this is what's going on in the life of story freedom or like here's the offers and x y and z so I gotta figure that out um so it might get a little weird for a second and I appreciate you getting weird with me um but as of right now as I'm recording this it's been like a week into reviving this podcast and it's going really good on my end and I just hope that you are enjoying the content you are learning and you are just vibing with what I got to say what I channel and all that good stuff so I just appreciate you being here and I just hope that it's the feelings mutual between the two of us um two of us because I know you're listening to your pod right now and I hope that there's more than one person listening but I just genuinely appreciate it and I appreciate you sharing this podcast like I just thank you thank you so much and um I just know just please know that I feel your love and um yeah <laughs> woo um, so this week I wanted to share a story because it was like, I think it's the five year anniversary of it now. Yeah, it's the five year anniversary because it happened in 2015. Yep. Five years. Yeah. And we moved in 2016. Okay. Yeah. So it's about the five year anniversary of 
the date that this happened. And if this thing didn't happen, I would not be where I am today. So it was just a crazy moment. I had this weekend, this weekend, just really like sitting with that and like reveling in the magic of how my life unfolded after that. And it's just really crazy. So this is kind of a story about, um, kind of manifesting, but also like the path that is presented to you to get you where you want to go. So what you want and what you dream about is like, that's the thing. That's the thing that's in alignment for you. But the path you take to get there is what you need to experience in order to get there, if that makes any sense. So 2015, um, September, we came out to um, New England to visit um, my brother-in-law. Um, and at this point, my husband and I, Daniel, were looking for a place to live. And we were thinking about staying on the West Coast because I'm originally, we're originally from California, born and raised. And it was just the two of us. Kobe was not, he was a, he was a dream, but he was just that. Like he wasn't actually in the process of being made yet. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just got really, uh, sexual for a second in my mind. And I was like, Ooh, um, but so Kobe was not, he was a dream. He was not an actual like thing in process. So we came out to the, to new England and I instantly knew this is where I needed to be. Like it was perfect. It was 3000 miles away from home. And at this point, like the family situation I was going through just wasn't good. And I just wanted to get the fuck away. And, um, so, yeah, we came out to visit and I was like, Daniel, this is it. Like, we're we're moving here. There's nowhere else I want to look. Like, this is it. And originally we wanted to live in New Hampshire, but it didn't work out that way. And we ended up in Maine. Now you know where I live. Um, But <laughs> so, um, yeah, after that, we came home and I really started to dream and to really like say, okay, this is happening. This is happening. This was like me manifesting before I actually got into like the spiritual work of manifesting. So this is just proof to me of how my manifestation skills fucking work without even trying. And so I was really thinking about it. I was looking at jobs. I was looking at houses. I was looking at apartments. Like I was really wanting this to happen because I knew this, I knew this needed to happen for me. Like on a personal level, it needed to happen. So we were talking about finances and at the time Daniel had just got a new car and it was a, it was a Volvo. It was a silver Volvo. I didn't even know what the year was, but it was a sports edition of the Volvo. So this car was fucking sweet. Okay. Like we both love this car. And that was the determining factor of us moving or not. So it was like a game time decision what we were going to do with the car. And so I was still planning everything out. And Daniel was kind of thinking in the background, like, we're not going to be able to move if I have this car. So and I didn't know he was thinking about that. Like, I didn't know at the time. And so one random day in November, we both had a day off. And I was like, I really want to go to Pinnacles, which is in Hollister, which was around the area where we were living. And I've never been and I wanted to go check it out. So I was like, I want to take my camera. I want to take pictures of us. I want to take pictures of the scenery. Like, let's just fucking go. So we got ready. We went. We were on the drive there. And we hit this curve. And 
um, this guy was merging into the lane to merge on to this like two lane highway that we were on and he fucking crashes into us like um the driver's side of daniel's of our car hit his passenger side wheel like they just collided in the front like near the bumpers and we like it was a loud crash and we went we veered off the road we were safe everything was fine the window like the windshield this crashed his the guy the other guy that crashed into us his wheels like butterflied out ours you can tell that the axle was off and it was just weird and so oh god that was like the scary that was the first car accident like that i've ever been in and so that happened and so um the information was taken down we went back to um daniel's grandparents house because that was the closest location that we were at and so um we had the car towed there and uh we were sitting on the couch everyone was like asking about the situation like what happened and as we were talking about it like the the tire that was hit popped it was so loud it sounded like a gunshot we're like what the fuck (laughs) but um the tire popped and then another tow truck came and towed it to um daniel's mechanic and they were working on it and we eventually got a ride back home to where we were living at the time and daniel got the call that his car was totaled that because it's a volvo it's a german car yes so the front axle on the car broke like it bent and they couldn't refix it so they had to order a new part but the new part was so much more expensive because you had to export or import it and it just the cost of the car wasn't worth the cost of it coming in to fix it if that makes any sense so the car was deemed totaled and luckily the accident was not our fault so the insurance company paid for the whole car and we had i think daniel had to pay like one more car payment and that was it so we were able to move we were able to move because the volvo was no longer an issue it was no longer a determining factor obviously it was it was a sad moment because we both loved that car so much and daniel had just gotten it like a few months before and at the time it was like holy fuck like what are we gonna do now luckily we both worked close enough to where we like could walk and so that was that the volvo was gone we had the extra money to actually move and we did we moved and it's funny because we talk about the story so much like where we would where would we have been if we kept the volvo if that never happened if i didn't want to go to pinnacles that day and the car never totaled and it's just so interesting to actually sit in this right now because every okay so your dreams what you want they want you but the path to get there is nothing like you imagine. It's nothing what you think. And it's all about following those intuitive nudges. Just like mine with the pinnacles. Going to pinnacles. Driving that same road to get there. Turning on my GPS to find that exact route we were going to go. At the exact time. It was divinely orchestrated. Everyone was okay in the car accident. We were fine. And so was the guy driving the car. It was a shitty situation. But it was a blessing in disguise. And I don't know how it worked out for the man that hit us. But I hope it worked out good.
So it's all about following the intuitive nudges. I, I understand that so much more now because I'm remembering this. I'm like being reminded of the unconventional need, like the path that you need to take in order to get to where you want and where you're dreaming and what you're envisioning for yourself. Yeah, and just trust. Trust that the path that you're... Because this was five years ago. I can now look back and be like, holy shit, this like, this was the pivotal moment in order for us to move and like have all this shit happen and like the last five years of our life happen. So it's like you could be in your pivotal moment right now and you're not even realizing it. And that's okay. But that's why it's so important to be grateful and to embrace the moment that you're in right now and to be so aware of what's happening to you right now. Not necessarily in the sense of like, oh my God, this is a pivotal moment. I need to obsess and like over concentrate on where I'm at right now because this could be the pivotal moment. Oh my God, that guy talking to me right now, is that the pivotal moment? Oh my God, is this oil that um, just popped into my life that I want to buy? Is that the pivotal moment? I'm not telling you this to obsess because honestly, if I was listening to this and this was someone else's podcast, I'd be like, oh my God, oh my God, it's all pivotal. It's all pivotal, which it is. It is all pivotal. But the important thing is just to allow your life to unfold. Allow your life to unfold and ebb and flow with your life. It is all pivotal. Everything that happens, everything that shapes you, everything that molds you is pivotal, especially for where you're wanting to go. It's coming to you. It's coming to you. You just have to keep trusting. Even if it means a car accident and totaling your car, even if, even if it means breaking up with that guy or girl that you are just not in alignment with, even if, even if, it, even if it means cutting off a family member, it's all pivotal and it is all for you for the highest good of what you're calling in and for the highest good of your healing. And like, there's just sometimes, you know, like, you know, like, you know that something is going to happen for you. And see, like, this is what is like coming to me so strongly is like, don't fucking pay attention to what's happening on your path. Like, pay attention to where you're going. And like, obviously, the day to day stuff is important and like moving the needle forward. But it's like, sometimes moving the needle for forward is not what you think it is. It's not, it's not what yesterday looked like if that makes sense um but yeah hopefully it helps but also what I wanted to talk about because it's in relation to this is <laughs> so my husband's favorite movie one of his favorite movies is Dumb and Dumber and we were watching that the other night and the end of the movie I don't know if anyone listening to this has seen it but the end of the movie gets me every time because I'm like it's triggering to me because it's true and also I can see how I've done this in my life but also at the same time like oh my god you guys like I just want to shake him in the shoulders but you know it's the movie it's the satire it's it is what it is so if I'm spoiling for you I'm so sorry but at the end of the movie they had just gone through this whole big thing and they had to walk back home because their car was gone fucking Lloyd sold it to some kid for a fucking motorbike <laughs> 
anyway so they're walking back home on this highway they i think they lived in rhode island and they traveled to colorado aspen and so they're starting to walk home and they're on this highway and this huge oh they were talking about catching their big break like when when is it going to happen when am i going to catch my big break and this big old bus stops by and it says bikini tour hawaiian tropic or tropical like the sunscreen brand or something like that and you know there's a bunch of chicks in there in bikinis and they open the door and like hey we're looking for two um oil boys or two something boys who can oil us up all summer long and they both look at each other and they were like oh my god and they're like two dudes are gonna be very lucky to find you towns that way and they look the women look at each other like okay and they go back in the bus and like they start driving off and lloyd like grabs harry and is just like do you realize what you've done and he runs after the bus and he knocks on the door and he's like you'll have to excuse my friend he's a little slow the town you're looking for is in the other direction (laughs) and then they continue walking the bus drives off they continue walking and they're like god those two dudes are gonna be so lucky to have that experience and like be with those women all summer long and then harry goes don't worry, dude, we'll catch our big break. And then the credits start rolling. And every time I'm just like, Duh! it was right in front of you. It was right in front of you. You had it. Like, why didn't you just take it? And the reason why it was so triggering is because I've I've probably done this before with Source. Like, Source is me watching the movie. And I am Lloyd and Harry denying what is my big break like denying what is actually gonna excel me forward if that makes any sense at all but with that awareness is key especially for where you're at and like yes it's important to say yes to yourself but also know what you're saying no to meaning if something is totally in alignment for you fucking go for it do it And if you do something and you find out that wasn't an alignment, it's a learning experience. At least you said yes to yourself. At least you said yes to an experience that was completely out of your normal and the realm of what you normally do. And, ah, fuck, what was I going to go? I forgot where I was going with that. I'm going to take a drink of water for a second. I'm like so lightheaded. In a good way, though. That's how I know, like, I'm completely in it and channeling. Um, fuck, I forgot where I was. Yeah, so just knowing where you are. Oh, using discernment. And, like, knowing what isn't for you. Like, okay, that busload of bikini chicks for Lloyd and Harry that was up their alley. That was their big break. That was what they were looking for. But they missed it. But also at the same time, you don't have to be a yes man or yes woman to shit. Because if you're saying yes to the wrong things, that's going to deplete you. That's going to deplete your energy from the things that are actually what you want to do, if that makes sense. Um, Yeah, so using discernment, using discernment. And sometimes that looks like, um, what does that look like? I'm trying to think of an example. 
Um, sometimes that looks like just saying, you know what? Like right now I want to say yes, but I, I feel and I know that I have to think about this some more. So can you give me until tomorrow to think about this opportunity? And most people will say yes, unless it's like a time crunch situation. And then you can think about it. You can really tune into your body and be like, okay, is this an alignment? Oh, okay, no, my body's reacting in a negative way. Okay, no, I'm going to let this go and trust that this is not for me. Or if it is alignment, okay, I'm going to, this is an alignment, but I'm scared shitless. Okay, I'm going to go for it. I'm not even give myself a chance to think about how scary this is. I'm going to respond to the person and be like, yes, I'm doing it. So it's all about being aware of what is happening in your life, what you are calling in, what you are manifesting, what are you, what you are moving towards. So it's important to stay aware and stay in observer mode, observe your life, witness what is happening within you as well as what's happening in your external world. Hopefully that makes sense. Um, <laughs> hopefully that makes sense. I feel like these, like the next thing I'm going to talk about is so different from the first two things I talked about, but I feel like this is going to come full circle at some point. So I'm just going to talk about it and trust that it's all going to come together. So again, was watching a movie with my son yesterday and we were watching Princess and the Frog, which I love that movie so much. I love the New Orleans atmosphere and I seriously think that I was in New Orleans in a previous life. Like the South, Louisiana, I'm so drawn to it. Um, I just wouldn't live there now. Like knowing that I love where I live now. <laughs> Nothing bad against Louisiana. I've never been. But um, yeah, I love where I'm at now. But I mean, I would love to visit too. But so watching that movie and it was at the part where um, they go and visit Mama Odie and her voodoo and she starts singing a song about um how you got to look within yourself and find out what you like you got to dig a little deeper to find out what you need um oh I took notes I'm sorry um so you got to dig a little deeper to find out what you need it's at times different from what you want especially the path you need to take to get there that's thank you full circle moment okay so this goes with the dumb and dumber ending how that movie ends. You got to dig a little deeper on what you need or what you, yeah, to find out what you need. And sometimes if you aren't aware of it, the universe will gift you with something just like the Volvo accident, just like the situation we had with the Volvo. That was a situation that took us out of that commitment and took us into the commitment of moving and starting our new life on the East Coast. What you want isn't always what you need. Because see, like moving moving to the East Coast did not involve us losing the Volvo. I had this idea that we were going to drive across country. We were going to pack up all the shit in the car and we were just going to move. That's what I wanted. But that's not what I needed. Like that's not what we needed in order to move. We need to get rid of that commitment. So we can focus on just renting and finding an apartment and just focusing on that and getting us on the ground and like build the foundation up. Because then a few, a few years later, we got a car and we were able to afford that because we were able to figure out finances and like just get 
get shit figured out if that makes any sense um wow i'm just like reliving my life in the last five years i'm like holy shit everything fucking worked out even when i thought that it wasn't it was working out i just couldn't see the bigger picture wow wow and that's what digging deeper is is being able to look within you to find out what you actually need what needs hmm yeah okay i'm gonna i'm gonna just say it find out what needs to be healed in order to call in what you want meaning so when i say what you want i'm talking about the end vision the end goal which is the vision you have the daydream that keeps coming up so it's the finer details of when we get attached to of like okay well it looks like this so if it doesn't come up like this then i'm not gonna take it but your life's gonna unfold anyway why are you gonna why would you watch your life pass you by just waiting for the perfect moment your whole life is gonna go by because you're waiting for a perfect moment that might not happen it's gonna happen the way that it needs to for you so you can get the most optimal healing out of it and the most optimal outcome for you that's how spirit works that's how your soul works and it's all it always comes back to healing healing opportunities and like what if our whole purpose here on planet Earth right now in the 3D world in this time and space in 2020 is to heal the fucking human collective. Hear me out for a second because no matter what happens in your life, it always comes back to healing. Even if you're operating in a space where you're just, you're straight up in your shadow ego and you're reacting to experiences that happened in the past but they're re-manifesting in your present life those are all opportunities to heal and like our human collective our human species is an, has been operating in the paradigm of not healed hiding everything feeling so low and so alone because of the intensity of how the dark night of the soul feels or like just feeling so down in the dumps like addiction okay like this is all coming so fast um we dealt with addiction like alcoholism has been happening fucking before prohibition that has been a part of the human collective for decades probably decades before that and it's still happening today so i feel so strongly right now like what is happening in 2020 is designed for us to heal. That is the next new age we are flowing into. That is what we're birthing into reality here on earth. That's the 5D. That's the 4D transition into the 5D is healing having the dark night of the soul and really getting to know yourself 
Because really, like if you aren't going to give yourself the time and intention to become aware of what you need and who you are and how you are in situations and how you want to be in situations, how are you going to give that to anybody else? How are you going to be able to give someone else that time of day and awareness and attention? See, you only meet yourself. Wait, you only, I'm sorry. (laughs) Where you meet yourself is where you meet others and vice versa. Where other people meet themselves, that's where they meet you. That's all they can do. That's all they're capable of doing because that's all they're capable of doing for themselves. Sorry, my husband came into the room. <laughs> um, but let me pick up back where I was um, going. Because I was talking about where people can meet you. Um, fuck, I really don't remember where I was going with that. Um, yeah so I think the basis of my story is is just being aware being aware where you're at right now where you're going where you want to be and notice the things that are holding you back from actually going to where you want to go and allow your life to unfold in the way that it needs to for you so you can heal those um habits attributes narratives stories um, whatever comes up in the the process in order to manifest what you actually want and desire. Because um, you can definitely do it. You can definitely do it. And it always works out. It always works out. It always works out. I'm going to say that like 20 more times. Not really. But like it literally always works out even when you're in the shit and then the pit of your life and you think that you're going nowhere. You feel like you're drowning. You're clawing at the water or the mud and you're trying to get uphill but you're not moving. You're just stuck. You're just using all this energy to move your arms. It's working out. It always, always works out the way it needs to the way that it needs to and for the highest good of you and the highest good of your healing and the highest good of all those concerned in your life. Yeah, so this is a story to remind you that even the worst things in your life, they're actually the blessing. They're actually the thing that changes your life, changes the course of your life. It's that tower moment. The tower moment kicks the foundation from underneath you so you can rebuild a new foundation. And that tower moment is constant in life. Not to punish you, not to make you more miserable, but to just evolve you. To help you change with the rapid change that is happening within you and transformation that is needed for you for this new earth that we are creating, we're cultivating, that we're birthing into existence. And what makes that process so much easier and so much more palpable to be a part of is letting go of your resistance and understanding why your resistance is there and to soothe yourself in that resistance 
to meet yourself where you are so deeply in this moment and to be aware of yourself and to stop looking around and be like, where's my big break? It's probably right in front of you and you don't even realize it yet because you're unaware of what's happening in your life. You're unaware of the relationships around you. You're unaware of what you actually need. You're unaware of yourself. So dig a little deeper. Meet yourself where you are today. And love yourself. Love your life. Meet your life where it's at today. I'm not saying to let go of all your dreams and to stop daydreaming. That's not what I'm saying. I love daydreaming. I love dreaming. It gives me so much hope and so much excitement for tomorrow or like what's coming into my life. But also in order for you to enjoy what's coming into your life, you got to enjoy the now. You got to get happy now. You got to get grateful now. Meet Meet your life where it is today and make the best of it where it's at today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I hope this serves you. Like, I really, truly hope that it does. And I hope that you take what you need out of it and just stride forward in your life. Yeah. All right, guys, this is where I'm going to end it. Um, That's all I got for you this week. And I hope that it truly does serve you and it resonates with you and it lights an activation within you. And just know, literally, I'm going to say this every time, if I can do it, you can too. You can. I'm not this person that is on this pedestal. I'm not this person that had everything handed to her. I wasn't. I wasn't. I had to work for what I have. I had to do the deep inner work. I had to do the healing on me. And I had to experience my own tower moments. And I still am. Like, this is not something that is dead and gone. I'm experiencing it on the daily. And learning on the daily how to best optimize my life. And my healing. And in turn, I'm sharing it with you. Um... Yeah, I don't want you to ever put me on this pedestal that I have everything made, (laughs) that I have it all together. I'm healing. The reason why I get to be a healer is because I'm healing myself. I'm my first um, trial run on everything I talk about here on this podcast and what I teach you in all of my sessions. I'm my first, what's that word called? Um... It's not trial run, but like best case scenario. I don't know the word. It's not, it's not that, but you know, when scientists do test case study, there we go. (laughs) I found it. Thank you. I'm my own best case study. I'm proof that what I talk about actually works. 
And what made it harder for me was my resistance. And my resistance is still there. I'm not saying this like I, it's completely eradicated. No, it's still there. <laughs> it's still there. And my ego is still very clever on it wanting to hold on to certain things. So I'm learning along the way. But I'm not letting that stop me from speaking, from helping, from being a healer myself. Because I have been there. I have been so caught up in victimhood and woe is me and my life and everything in the world is out to get me. I was stuck in that place. And I got myself out of it with the help of amazing people that I had along the way. So I don't want you ever to get discouraged when you hear my voice or hear what I have to say. If anything, I want it to empower you. Because my story wasn't sunshines and rainbows. I turned it into that. I turned it into sunshines and rainbows. So I can allow my past to be my pivotal turning point for me to move forward to a brighter future for myself and for my family. All it takes is you. You are what you are seeking. You are the love that you're craving. You are the attention that you're craving. You need somebody to listen to you. You are what you need. Yeah, I don't know why I said all that, but obviously it needed to be said. Whew. So I hope that you have an amazing, amazing week. And um, yeah, I'm just sending you so much love and many blessings. And yeah, you know where to find me. You really, really know where to find me. All of the links are going to be in the show notes. And you can follow me on Instagram. All of my links are in my bio. And um, yeah, that's all I got, friends. All right, I will catch you guys next week.